Ready? Welcome to Welcome to 2A to B or not 2A to B. We are still doing thoracic. thoracic and we're gonna do a little bit on airways disease. I quite like this, you know. The like big airways disease. Big airways I think it's quite uh, rogue stuff and I feel like if you saw it on a CT you'd be like pew, pew, pew. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we are going to talk initially about multifocal or diffuse non-neoplastic tracheal thickening yeah tell me some things you know of i know that you can divide it into whether the posterior part of the trachea is involved or not mm -hmm. so if it's not involved you think of two things mm -hmm. and that's relapsing polychondritis mm -hmm. or tpa <laughs> what does tpa stand for tracheobronchopathia Osteochondroplastica. Tracheobronchoplastica. Osteochondro. Plastica. Right. Very good. So let's talk about those two. Okay. Tell me about relapsing polychondritis. It's like a weird inflammation, isn't it? Mm -hmm. You just get it. You can get it in lots of other places. Where? Ear, uh, cartilage. So ear exactly. Is... Nose, ears, joints, larynx, trachea, and bronchi can be affected. Airway involvement in 50% of patients. Okay. Where are the most common sites of airway involvement? Oh, everything but the posterior. What's that? Your thyroid. <laughs> that well-known part of the airway. Your larynx. Okay. Larynx and subglottic trachea okay. are the most common sites of airway involvement. Um, relapsing polychondritis usually occurs in who? Females. Middle-aged women, yeah. And then tell me about imaging. So you told me the sparing of the posterior membranous trachea. Do you know and anything else? You're going to probably get thickening of everything else. What sort of thickening? Oh, it can be nodular, can't it? Oh, no, absolutely not. Smooth. Smooth. <laughs> so smooth tracheal slash bronchial wall thickening with sparing of the posterior membranous trachea. Happy? Yeah. Um, you can also get increased attenuation of the airway wall, ranging from subtly increased attenuation to frank calcification. That sort of makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's what I have to tell you about relapsing polychondritis. Okay. Uh, tell me about the other one. I don't know. Okay. Do you remember what it is? Tracheobronchopathia osteobronchoplastica. <laughs> Osteochondroplastica. Very nice. Almost. TPO. Uh, benign condition of multiple submucosal calcified osteocartilaginous nodules along the tracheal walls. The similarity between these two is that in this one, there's also sparing of the posterior membranous trachea. So you get bibbly bobbly, knobbly bobbly. This is the bibbly bobbly, yeah, sorry. Nodules. Um, osteocartilaginous, so I think they can be calcified, I think. Yeah, nodularly calcified, thank you. Uh, some other causes of multifocal or diffuse non-neoplastic tracheal thickening. So now we go on to the diffuse ones, which there are four. Yeah. And they are TD, amyloid, sarcoid, and I can't remember the fourth one. Oh, polyandritis, 
Yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, what is it actually called? Mike. Thank you. Vagueness. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about some of these. Which one would you like to start with? TB. Don't really know. Tell me about the trachea. It's going to be thickened a bit the whole way. It's yeah. Conferential. Yeah. Um, there'll probably be a situation with lymphadenopathy. I don't know if that's what you want to say. No, that's not what I want no. you to say. But uh, I guess. Um, I don't know. Where does it commonly? Or part of the trachea. Lower down. Distal trachea and proximal bronchi. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you see tracheal na uh, thickening, and there, and you can see narrowing as well. So you can get like stenotic bits of your trachea. Okay. Um. That makes sense. Yeah, it gets thinned uh, inside. Endobronchial spread of TB occurs in a prominent minority of patients with pulmonary TB. Distal trachea and proximal bronchi. Imaging findings are non-specific, smooth, concentric narrowing of a relatively long airway se segment, typically more than three centimeters. Okay. Next one. Yeah. Oh, uh, amyloid. Tell me. It's like amyloid deposition along the trachea. Mm. So I guess there can be some bits. I think they can be calcified. Yeah. Whereabouts is it? Uh, I don't know what part. Oh, actually, no. Do I? Uh, I I'm just going to say it's very rare. <laughs> um, so it causes irregular narrowing of the airways to irregular I think it's a key word yeah. narrowing of the airways due to submucosal amyloid deposition which to me makes sense because it's amyloid deposition it's going to be deposited irregularly exactly TB I'm thinking more should like, yeah a process yeah. Um, it can be calcified uh, and the posterior membranous trachea is not spared yeah yeah, that's all of this group. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but you get this, so you get nodular irregular thickening of the trachea, but remember that's not specific. So it could be... TPO. Didn't we say... Oh yeah, nodular, yeah, yeah. Um, it could also be sarcoid, it could be TB, and it could be um, carcinoma. So good to have these differentials or tracheal mets also um but it's not that i think this will be really like come in useful when we're doing two bees if we see a case like this to have those uh so tell me about whatever vagueness is now called polyangitis no granulomatosis with polyangitis tell me um i don't know what happens with that with the trachea to be honest so you get large airway involvement seen in approximately 20% of patients. Okay. Most commonly, you get subglottic tracheal stenosis with circumferential mucosal thickening. So you get a real narrowing just beneath the glottis. Um, posterior membrane is not spared. Happy? I'm We're just going to keep repeating that. Yeah. yeah. Um, sarcoid? Um, so I'm... Presume again, you could get calcification and it might be sort of not diffuse, it might be a bit irregular. So it just says um, tracheal involvement by sarcoid is rare and it's usually when it's really advanced, so you'd see other things going on. Um, tracheal sarcoid can look very variable, ranging from smooth stenosis to nodular or mass like appearance, just like you said. Um, and the posterior membranous trachea is. Not spared. Not spared. Thank you. Um, that's all I wanted to say. So 
we're going, going to do my little quiz. Yeah. So I've got <laughs> circumferential thickening of yeah. the trachea mm -hmm. with uh, it's sort of irregular patches mm -hmm. and there's some calcification. I mean, it could be lots of things, but I think you're thinking about amyloid. I am. Thank you. <laughs> um, I've got uh, a lady with a deformed nose. Yes. And she's got subglottic tracheal thickening. The posterior trachea is not spared. Yeah. Oh, it's not spared. Mm. It's not spared. It's not spared. Oh, say that again then. <laughs> so I've got a lady with a deformed nose. Yeah. She has got subglottic tracheal thickening. Yeah. And the posterior membranous trachea is not spared. Is it going to be... Um, I'm freaking you out here. Pinomatosis. Yeah, because they can get saddle nose deformities, can't they? <laughs> what was the thing you were thinking of? Reactive polyandritis. Relapsing polychondritis. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got uh, little bibble bobbles of calcification along yeah. the tracheal wall, yeah. but they don't affect the posterior trachea. You've got TPO or... Tracheobronchopathia osteochondroplastica. Oh, getting there. Thank you, my darling. Um, I've got circumferential thickening of the trachea, mm -hmm. and I've got mediastinal lymphadenopathy. TB. Oh. Or? Oh, yeah, sorry. Or sarcoid. Thank you. That's what I really wanted. Um, I think we've done them all. Okay. Thank you so much. Right, next we're going to do focal non-neoplastic tracheal stenosis or wall thickening. So reasons that there would be just focal wall thickening or stenosis. Tell me. Intubation-related. Yeah. That's sort of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> intubation or tracheostomy is approximately 1% risk of a tracheal stenosis after intubation but approximately a 30% risk of stenosis after long-standing trachea. And then the other category is rare causes of focal <laughs> tracheal stenosis. Extremely uncommon causes of focal tra tracheal stenosis. Can you think of... Uh, no, I'm not going to go down this route. We'll be here for hours. Um, so I think about ulcerating diseases that can occur anywhere in the GI tract huh? because the trachea is sort of embryologically from the GI tract, right? Mm -hmm. So Bechet's and Crohn's. Crohn's? Yeah. So you think, I think about it, well, I, this this causes focal keel stenosis, but no. I suspect it starts as like ulceration that then stenoses. No. So Crohn's and Bechet's. Bechet's? Bechet's. Who knows? I say Bessets. Bessets? Definitely not that. <laughs> uh, righto. Large airway diseases. It's bronchiectasis, isn't it? Bronchiectasis, tell me. I say bronchiectasis. Yeah, it is bronchiectasis. Sorry, I once had a respiratory consultant when I was a medical student who just said bronchiectasis all the time. You'd be like, what are the causes of bronchiectasis? And I'd be like, what is he talking about? Um, um, tell me, what are some some etiologies? Causes? Mm, I don't want names of conditions. Um, I want like pathological processes um, and I want three of them. Okay. 
So one of them can be if you've got like volume loss in your surrounding lung, you can get something called traction bronchiectasis, which sort of the mechanism it pulls them open. Yes, yeah, so it's so not I volume think... loss that's pulling. What's actually pulling? Fibre. Fibrosis. Fibra. Fibra. Very good. Thank you. Um, and then um, I think about this as outside. Uh, then it must wall. Be wall. Inside, yeah? Yeah. Tell so me about wall. The problem with the wall. From? Um, either... Think about some of the causes that you want to tell me about and yeah. why they might... So infection or inflammation oh, in the wall. Okay. And then and in the lumen. Blockage. Yeah. So bronchial lumen obstruction, exactly. Um, so the final common pathway of any bronchiectatic cause yeah. is you get mucus plugging you get bacterial colonization you get an inflammatory response mm -hmm. in all of these that's why you then get all this damage okay so specific causes of bronchiectasis you want to tell me about well i wanted to go to the mnemonic so... oh no i don't want you at the mnemonic just yet oh yeah well yeah go on do the mnemonic then okay. tell me what's the mnemonic oh captain <laughs> the mnemonic, I think this is a terrible mnemonic, is Captain Kangaroo has Munia Kun. Which is nonsense. Oh, yeah. But tell me, so tell me about CF. Um, and what do you think about at the same time as thinking about CF? Always. ABPA? No. <laughs> no, you're obsessed with ABPA today. Infection? No. So, um,. CF, right, you're not, you've got too thick mucus, so it's not being cleared. Yeah, so the plugging. Um, so there's another condition where the mucus isn't cleared for a different reason, but it's also oh, yeah, like a um, genetic achin condition. Like achinasia, what's it called? Mm -hmm. um, secondary, no. Cell <laughs> Primary ciliary <laughs> dyskinesia, but it's also called cartaginas. So think about CF and yeah. always think about Cartagena's yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. Um, what happens then? I mean, I've just told you. So the mucus doesn't get cleared, basically. Yeah. Um, and then you get superimposed pneumonias that cause all that inflammation yeah. process. And then you get a bronchiectatic picture. Yeah. Um, and then that is like a recurrent problem. Exactly. Um, any other? So keep going. ABPA. Tell me. Um, I guess it's, that must be information of the wall. Yeah, I think so. I can't actually remember. It doesn't say it here. But we did talk about ABPA yeah. last time, didn't we? Yeah. And aspergillosis. Aspergillosis? One second while I just look that up. Tell me about some other causes. Captain. So P is the post-infections. Kind of Tell me about that. the infections. With cups. No, with, like. Well, again, it must be inflammation, but also. So it's recurrent, you mean, isn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. if you're really prone to getting loads of them. I'm on lung cancer, that's not helpful. Like the CF ones. Then the T is my favourite, TB. TB, your favourite. And I guess that's again as an infective process, I'm guessing. No? I found the bit about ABPA, sorry just so that we can understand what's going on. So ABPA 
is a hypersensitivity reaction to aspergillus, most commonly seen in patients with long-standing asthma. You get the recurrent wheezing, low-grade fever, cough, and sputum production. The sputum's got aspergillus hyphae in it. And because you get this mucus, you get mucoid impaction, and therefore you get the bronchiectasis. Um, and the mucoid impaction can be high attenuation or even calcified because it's so long-standing. Um, and if you get the mucus in the bronchiectetic airways, you get a finger and glove sign. Yeah. Which is not specific to ABPA. You can also see it in bronchial atresia, cystic fibrosis, etc., etc. Sorry, I thought we'd just right. do that. So that's a cause of bronchiectasis. Yes, yeah. very good. Any other things? So we said then uh, pneumonia. Yeah. And then we said TB. Mm -hmm. And then it's. TB goes along with other atypical mycobacteria. Okay. <laughs> and then. A, that's a weird one. Yeah. The A-gamma globulinemia. Oh, lovely. Don't know how that does it. Yeah. And then there's I, which is immunodeficiency. Yeah. And N, I can't remember, but is it like me? Uh, no, N, there isn't one. Oh, okay. That's the so end. Then we're to kangaroo. Uh-huh. Which you've already told me. Cartaginous. Cartaginous, thank and you. And then it's that weird... Has Muniakin. Yeah. Yeah, so... Let's go through them a little bit. Okay. Um, so we've spoken about when you're not clearing the secretions, that's yeah. CF or cartaginous. Yeah. Um, recurrent pneumonias sort of make sense. Yeah. You're doing that bronchial wall inflammation. Yeah. Um, bronchocentric infections. So that's your TB and your atypical mycobacteria. Okay. So you're, you've got infection in the bronchial walls. The stuff is... Yeah, 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 causing damage to yeah. those walls. Um and then exaggerated immune response. Is that the A-gamma No, actually, that's um, ABPA. Oh, and that's your vasculitis ones as well. So, like, I don't have any vasculitis ones here, but vasculitis can also cause it. Okay. Um, and then impaired immunity is the ones you're trying to tell okay. me about. So, congenital immunodeficiency. A gamma globulinemia and also transplant recipients can get immunodeficiencies. immunodeficiencies. Yeah. Um, so it all sort of makes sense if you think about it in yeah. those pathological but terms. For those two, well, how does that cause bronchiectasis? Which two? The impaired immune. So impaired immunity, I think you're not clearing, your body's okay. not fighting so the no, crap in you mucus. Like, you're you're just getting lots of infections. infections. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and then tell me about Muniakun. I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I wouldn't either. It's a congenital connective tissue disorder. Um, and it causes tracheobronchomegaly. So you're basically born with bronchiectasis. Uh, and you get recurrent pneumonias. Which probably makes it worse. <laughs> makes it worse. And then the other one is Williams-Campbell. Oh, there's another disease. Mm -hmm. Which is a rare disorder of the distal bronchial cartilage, which can be congenital, but it can be acquired after a viral infection, which is fairly terrifying. Just there. Oh, thank you. I just need to see what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Um, so Munia you get severe diffuse bronchiectasis, um, and you get, don't forget, you get the tracheal dilatation. Those are the sort of key features. Um, so yes, uh, 
Uh, mnemonic to remember is Captain Kangaroo has Munyakun. I hate that so much. I'm just going to remember it pathologically, I think. Yeah. I think Captain's useful. Yeah, maybe. Is it? It's the rest of it. I hate it. <laughs> um, in terms of where they are, do you know uh, what tends to be upper lobe, what tends to be lower lobe? If I say post-infectious, where does that tend to be? Lower. Lower lobe, thank you. Cystic fibrosis? Upper. Upper lobe, exactly. Um, and then what about the morphological classification of bronchiectasis? Oh, so that's like the shapes that you've seen. So the least worrying one is... No. What do we see all the time? Like with fibrosis. Cylindrical. Yeah. And then you have varicose. Yeah. And then you have the worst, which is cystic. Exactly, yeah. Um, with cystic, what I think is interesting is that the cysts don't necessarily need to connect to the airways. So they might be outside. Well, I think they've like ballooned to such ah, an extent that they've just like off. exactly. Oh, that's how weird. I think about it. Um, but I think that's quite interesting because that would trip me up. I think yeah. I'd be like, oh, it can't be bronchiectasis because they're not connected. Yeah, I would then think it's a cystic disease. Exactly. Well. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, so mildest time you're going to see bronchiectasis when you see tram tri tram yeah. tracks on a um, chest X-ray, uh, and that's just thickened bronchial walls. Um, and then obviously you can see the more extensive, severe end of the spectrum, which is the cystic change. Um, signs on a CT that you're going to say in a 2B exam? Oh, it's whether the, the, the airway is tapering off or not. Yeah. Um, what's happening to the surrounding lung in terms of like volume loss mm -hmm. and like fibrosis. Mm -hmm. And there's like the comet tail sign, I think. Excuse you. Do you remember what the comet tail sign is? You told is me about this one? so eloquently. Is that in my undertaker? Hmm. Okay. You're thinking about a sign that you sort of have to say in an exam that um so the adjacent the bronchus is bigger than the adjacent pulmonary artery. Oh just signet ring. Signet ring sign. For what? Not in bronchiectasis? No. No, fine. <laughs> we'll come on to that later then. Um, yeah, so normally each bronchus should be approximately the same size as the adjacent pulmonary artery. So the things you're looking for are, I agree with you, bronchial tapering, we're always taught is the most sensitive, the first thing you see. Absence. Absence of bronchial tapering, yeah. thank you. Um, bronchial wall thickening is also there. And then they always, all the chest radiologists always talk about mucus impaction that I can't ever see oh, yeah. but I think it also it's, it's important to say that it's um persistent mm -hmm. um, dilatation exactly uh, what do you mean like that the airway is persistently do you mean not tapering no no it's that on the one scan it doesn't taper but also it's that it happens that over time it stays. Oh, like I see that. what you mean. Got you, got you, got you. Um, i.e. not reversing or not yeah, changing. Yeah. Got you, got you, got you. Um, yeah, so you would say if you were given a CT that had bronchiectasis, you'd talk about the signet ring sign, you talk about lack of bronchial tapering, bronchial wall thickening, mucus filled bronchi, and then there's one other thing, which is tree and bud nodules. Oh, but that's and only that's, because there's like surrounding infections, isn't it? Representing associated small airways infection. Yeah. Yeah. 
because you're getting all that trapping of mucus okay. and yeah. plugging that is you're bound to have it good tell me about one other uh airways large airways weird thing that oh, i've never oh, heard oh, of like yeah biases. yeah what, what tell me mad so it's calcified or ossified material within the bronchial lumen most commonly caused by an erosion of an adjacent calcified granulomatous lymph node. So it's actually um, related to UV. But on, I think it's on Radiopedia, it's not written here. It says that it can also be if you swallow a bit of bone or like inhale a bit of bone, not swallow, which I just thought was completely crackers. Yeah, it's a bit like disgusting. Yeah. Um, do you know how bronchiolithiasis presents? Coughing? Yeah, non-productive cough, hemoptysis, and air trapping. I mean, air trapping's not a presentation, is it? No. I find that annoying. Uh, very good. Fever, apparently, sometimes. Okay. Chesting. What time are we on? 25. Okay, let's stop there. Kind regards. Kind regards.